Well, hello there. How have you guys been? It's Mario, the artist and rogue, and this is Radio 74. For a moment there, I freaking forgot the name of my own podcast. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Oh my gosh. So, the biggest thing I can talk about right now is... Alright, l- let me start it this way. I am definitely having... Uh, what is it? FOMO? Fear of missing out? So, Planet Comic Con is happening this weekend, and, and that's cool. That's jazz, right? And it's going to be Sunday. Tomorrow is the last day of it. I am sincerely hoping that everyone that went to the show had a freaking blast. I hope that everybody that was at the show that had a booth, a table, whatever, they were selling, promoting, whatever, I hope it was amazing. I hope it really went well for you. Considering the costs of the booths and stuff, I hope it went damn good for all of you. That is the reason I don't do the show anymore. I never made money at that show, except for one year. And the the booth wasn't that high at that point in time. And I, But honestly, I have just never been a strong seller at that show. I don't know what it is. I don't know what happened. But, you know, I can't argue with the uh, non-existent receipts that I, you know, ended up with, usually. So, nonetheless, I, I'm seeing some good stuff online. I am thinking that people have been enjoying themselves. And, you know, it's, it's one gigantic show. And it's great. That's a phenomenal thing to have happening. And honestly, the fear of missing out thing is just because of the fact that it's n- so nice to see so many different people in photos being out there. I wasn't able to go for a multitude of reasons, so we can kind of kick over into this thing. If you've been watching any of my other stuff from TikTok to especially YouTube, I had a multitude of things go wrong, and it just seems to keep aggravating. Uh, you know, just everything about the, the good mood I'm trying to stay in. And you know what, though? It's okay. There's no way to control life. There's no way to look at things and go, oh, yeah, this is absolutely going to happen and this is going to be okay for a long time or whatever. In a nutshell, not only did I manage to get COVID and what I believe to have been a bit of bronchitis, which I am finally, finally starting to get over after almost four weeks of having been symptomatically just nuts from pains and aches to sweating to congestion, the whole thing, right? Just everything that comes with COVID and then a cough that wouldn't go away. I actually, this is my second uh, attempt at recording this particular episode because last night I couldn't stop coughing. And thankfully today, it, you know, knock on wood, you know, it's, it's, it's going by and it's fine. But I was really freaking out there for a bit. It's one of the reasons why I just dropped off the radar. I tried to record videos. I tried to do different things that just wasn't working. I didn't, I didn't post anything on TikTok. So with that, I mean, after last year's complete and thorough burnout, like just the wreckage year that I had at shows that did not go in my favor, there were two that did. And there's kind of a bittersweet thing to that. I've already talked about the fact, and I think a pre in the last episode that I did, maybe no, no, that would be on YouTube. I think, yeah, I was doing my journal, my daily journal thing at that point in time. Uh, so what happened was I, I didn't make it into NACACon seven, eight years in a row doing it and I did not make it back in. So, you know, that was definitely a reality check and not, not, not a welcome one, but it was, you know, I'm hoping that whoever ends up in the show this year does fantastic as well too. I don't wish ill on anyone about that. So what the whole thing was after that, I thought, okay, well 
Now I'm no longer in a hurry to get some of the other work done. I can kind of slow down and focus on what I'm doing. I can rework some of my storylines, really focus on getting the artwork much better, decide how many things I want to push forward with. But that also took away the immediacy of wanting to get things done. Now, granted, having gotten COVID and then a couple of other things that I'll go into here in a moment, it really wrecked my ability to be able to get anything done. I am horrendously behind on freelance, and that's not good. I am working on a lot of it and getting through it the best I can. But in lieu of all of that, during all of that, not only was I still recovering from being sick and all of that, I also ended up where the sewer pipe in my house backed up multiple times and finally failed. It has been just to, to not, not even to mince words. It's just been a fucking nightmare. And the, they're coming out later this week. Yeah. Later this coming week to finally finish it up. It turned into a two and a half week debacle, essentially them trying to fix it. I'm not going to go into details. It was just a lot of things wrong. Their clay pipes, the tree out front was really invasive, decided just to completely screw things up. There's, there was a trench dug up. I have mopped up more sewage than I care to relive and think about right now. And all this while I'm sick, so I'm not exactly feeling great. Now, to that point, I'm very glad that, you know, having art supplies and different sorts of things, I had a rebreather mask and a lot of other stuff that helped me not throw up on myself while I was trying to clean up things. And <clears throat> during that exact same time, you know, I'm trying to put in for some different jobs, you know, some different things that just did not work out. I put in for some murals that, you know, clearly I haven't heard back from them, so they're not happening. And I am facing a very real financial circumstance where I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm heading into dire straits and not the enjoyable kind that is the song either. It's got me a bit worried, but at the exact same time, I also understand that things just happen for a reason. You know, they just, they, and I, and that reason is, is chaos. And because of that, like, here's another really good example. Uh, my freezer, my refrigerator decided to die. Thank goodness. I had inherited a very small little refrigerator and it was my brother's. I, I did a little video on it cause I was so happy. It's my studio one. And it also snowed the other day. So it was freezing outside. Right. So thank goodness I was able to get a small, there's an igloo bag that I use at shows and it, it, it's wonderful. I picked it up at Costco. It was like 20 bucks. And I used that with some ice, had a backup plan, kicked into high gear. The boy scout came out in me and I got a little stair step thing. I attached the backpack out back, got another little container and threw everything outside that would basically stay cool in a freezer like environment outside on my deck. And thank goodness somebody could see the back of my decks. So nobody would come and steal my stuff. That would be really terrible because we would be taking my groceries. And that would have sucked. The rest of them went into the small freezer. Now there is a new refrigerator. Um, it was from the bent and dent store and that's fine. I don't care about the aesthetics of it. Although it is a uh, rather swank looking little GE model to replace the previous GE model that I don't know exactly what happened, but when I plugged it back in, there was a weird pop noise and it sounded a lot like whenever a resistor or something goes wrong on a control board. And the wherewithal of my thinking, and after having spoken to a few people at the place, now this could have just been a marketing and sales pitch, but I know that there are, especially for older refrigerators and appliances and stuff, a lot less parts to be found. And if there are any 
you know, replicated ones or anything. They're taking a while to even make it out. COVID is still doing a number in, you know, just a backlog of no doubt all the manufacturing things that are out there. And retro tech is definitely going to be something that's going to be low on the bar. I'm seeing it in video game stuff as well, too. So it's not uncommon to think that, you know, this is the same thing happening with that. Nonetheless, that's taken care of, but it it is definitely something that, you know, if not for the financial strains and burdens that it's, you know, bearing down on me with, it's also, as I'm looking at my cat, eat food rather loudly in the background. It's also something that has made me take stock as to where I'm heading right now with what I'm doing in the future. And there was, there's been some other stuff too. Like, you know, I, I, <laughs> I took my truck in to get it inspected and I had a giant hole in my muffler. I, I didn't even know it. Right. So now I'm like, okay, now I gotta get, I, I gotta get the muffler fixed. Okay. That's, that's more money. And all of this is eaten into just, I, I, there wasn't very much there to begin with anyway. Right. But now there was a lot of things where I'm like, well, what's the, and I ended up sinking into a really bad depression. It got really so bad that. And this is no lie. This isn't this isn't bullshitting you guys. Um, since probably November, there were three really close times that I tried just to quit. Just I was like, "Fuck this! I'm done. I'm not, I'm selling off my art supplies. I'm I'm getting out of this. I'm just I'm just fucking done." And because it was one of those things where the plan had been to save as much money as they could in last year's entire effort. Right, that incredibly spectacular burnout of show of a show run that I did. All throughout the year, ate the majority of my savings, if not all of them. It just it, everything was just fried. It was it was bad, and it was one of those things where now I didn't have the money to put forth toward getting a book published. Now I understand people are like, oh, get a Kickstarter going. Hey, I've thought about those things, and the truth is, is that even when I put things out on on, okay, I'll, I'll break it down this way. The only way I currently have to advertise is through social media because I can't possibly attend any shows. Not only did I get COVID from the one show that I did attend at the beginning of this year, it's crazy because my brother got sick for like three, four days. My buddy, Chris, who met up with us at the show, he was like there, like, I think he got sick for like a couple of days and I have long COVID. This is, it was like, okay, I don't know if the universe is just telling me something. I don't know what's going on, but here's the crazy part. So at that point, I thought, okay, I can't, uh, I, I can't publish anything. I'm, I'm, there's no, there's, it, it would be financially irresponsible to try and publish anything. I, you know, I'm not, the work's not even done and it. And so my, my depression and my anxiety fired up, same old ghost, right? That old chestnut that just came along as like, fantastic. What do I do now? And unfortunately, you know, there've been people that have asked me, Hey, you're going to be at the show. You're going to be doing this. You're going to be doing, no. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not even attending any shows at this point. And I've had shows reach out and be like, Hey, you know, are you, uh, are you interested in being part of the show and everything? And not, not on a pro bono aspect. Like very few times do I get asked, Hey, can you want to do this show? It costs nothing. In fact, there's only one, one gentleman that's ever been kind enough to offer me anything like that. Craig Klotz, who runs free state. He's been wonderful to me over the years. And when, you know, when the, the, when I needed it, it seemed like his shows were available for me and he's always been kind enough to have me out and say, Hey, here's a table, go to it. Cause I've always backed and pushed his stuff. I was involved with the show for a little while doing art for him for a while. And I love his shows and, but I've never actually been really invited to a show or anything else like that. Nor am I the kind of person to go out there and be like, 
hey, you know who a big deal is? Me. How about you give me a booth and I'll do something for you, like post on social media. I'm just not cut from that cloth. If it works for other people, that's fantastic. But I just don't have that in me. Now, that could be a failing. But the truth is, is that regardless of any of that stuff, I like to pay for services rendered to a certain degree. I'm I'm not going to fucking pay $400 for a six foot table at any show ever again. That's just not happening. But I know that at the smaller shows that I was doing, I did everything I could last year. I, I pushed forward. I paid a lot more than 400 at a few shows I did for a table. And it was really kind of nuts what I ended up going through. Now the, the crazy part about this is that because I lost all that money, it puts a lot of my publications and stuff on hold. And then almost at the exact same time, I thought, well, I, you know, at least I've still got my, I got smacked so hard. I practically fell off the internet. My Etsy store got closed. It got closed because, and here's another weird thing. It was over 60 cents. Now you're probably saying you didn't even have 60 cents. Well, to be completely honest, I didn't at that time but not for the reason you think I did. You see, card fraud happened. I cannot make this up. Somebody out in, I think it was like like Emeryville, California or something like that. Um, I, I got the report from my credit union and they were like, did you try buying a vintage part for a, a something, something car? like it was showing up in the transaction. I was like, no, I've never been to California. And they were like, okay, so you have fraud going on. And by that time, two other transactions were starting to come through. And I was like, no, that's not me either. So my card went away. And I, the last thing I was thinking about was doing anything on Etsy with that. I get great traffic, lots of people favoriting my stuff and everything else like that. But aside from a, a few really cool people that have been gracious enough to buy my stuff through there and things like that, trying to get any kind of traction unless you know how to do like, you know, the magical spell incantations on some Harry Potter level shit for your listings, like key search words and titles and like, you know, a picture on my eyeball or whatever the hell you need to put on there to get some traction on there. Who the hell knows? So they decided to close my account. And I thought, you know what? Screw you. I'm out. I'm out. <clears throat> and I was out. <laughs> um, I jumped to Gumroad. And that has been reliant on me posting everywhere. Now, as you will uh, note the the comment I made earlier, uh, social media has been a dodgy thing for me. I have been on YouTube, I think, damn near eight or ten years. I forget now exactly how long. I think since probably since 2011, but I don't remember. I think you can see it on my profile how long I've been on there. And I've only ever gotten to about 91 followers. Now, my goal this year is to get to 1,000, but boy, that has been a hard pull. And, you know, there's I know that I've got to revamp a lot of my content. I've got to just start putting more content on there, and that's one thing. Over the last two years, one platform that had been a really good success for me was TikTok. I even made some sales on there. Uh and I have about 2,000, as of tonight, I have 2,062 followers. In fact, I didn't post for four weeks and gained 62 of them because of the content I have on there. I have great views. I have a lot of different people interacting with me and stuff like that over time, and I was really enjoying it. And, of course, now the government is like, we need to close that down. Great. <laughs> oh, my God. It's been so fucked up. 
and Facebook is pretty much dead. Facebook and Instagram are pretty much dead for me. And I'm and you know, I imagine that, you know, Meta is probably trying to figure out how to buy TikTok and all this other stuff and do I really care about that? Yes and no. I'm more worried about like how in the hell am I going to promote myself? I have no shows this year. I have nothing else I can do. I list links and everything and all the videos and content I'm creating from even this podcast. I wasn't even going to do any podcasts this year. And I decided, no, they've been cathartic for me. I, cause originally I was going to position this to where I was going to start interviewing people, uh, people. Did you hear that flub? I was going to start interviewing people, not purples earlier this year in January. I was going to try and do one or two interviews a month and it just never came around. And then you talk about like, COVID coming in. That was a whole nother fuck up. So here I am back to basics, me alone on this microphone. And that's fine. That's not a big deal. The good thing is through all of this and it, it seemed to have been hammered home. I, I had the opportunity to be able to go see, Oh my gosh. Uh, I think it's everything all at once. I could be getting the name of that wrong. It's the Oscar winning one. And uh, with Michelle Yao in it, and it was phenomenal. It is a very absurd, hilarious, and just completely disjointed and wonderfully sweet, bizarre in so many ways film. If you get a chance, go see it. Please understand there is going to be some extremely raw and just fucked up humor in there, but it's really good and really sweet, and it is so out of left field in so many ways, but there was an important part to it. And this isn't really ruining anything where the element of what matters is brought up and it hits, it hit in a weird way for me. Right. And it's something that made me think about like my efforts because I've also been trying to get ready for going live on Twitch. One of the few things that's been holding me back is that I can barely talk that long. I'm doing pretty good. I've only kind of like a couple times so far on this record. Oh, I could have screwed myself up right there for a second. Oh, no. Okay, no, I passed. Um, But I wanted to be able to, you know, get on Twitch and perform and do what I can. And I know, I know for a fact, I'm not going to have any viewers. Not at first. If I'm lucky, I'll get a couple of people. But the idea was to maybe do some video game playthroughs like every other person on there kind of tries to do from time to time. And that's fine. And but I wanted to intermix some new things with that. And then I also wanted to, of course, start drawing digitally and show that off. Right. That was something I was really excited about. And to be honest, I was actually terrified of doing that because going live is not the easiest thing for me. It's crazy because I can perform in front of a camera. No problem. Right. I can do things like that. And I, I, I don't have an issue with that. But what happens is that if it's a circumstance like Twitch, I, I know a lot of people that do stream live and they do it extremely well. And I, there's a combination of I don't want to put in that much effort until I know this is something I'm comfortable doing and really enjoy doing. And two, I still need to put in all the effort I can. To quote one of my heroes, Steve Bloom, the audition is the job. And that is what I feel like I'm doing. I'm auditioning to see if people even want to hear what I have to say. I mean, it seems to work on a few platforms like my podcasts get pretty good listens and pretty good downloads. And TikTok has been a really good thing for me. But at the exact same time, there's been other platforms where it's just not working. Now, I understand and I'll be the first one to admit it's not easy being a one man production company, trying to do all of these multitude of things, trying to find new subjects to talk about, trying to find different angles or different things to do, right? And burnout has been very real. That is the next aspect that I'm trying to tackle. 
there are aspects of me that can do this sort of thing performatively and I could be fine. But when it comes to art, because of what I've gone through and even edging out of the graphic design area like I am doing right now, I made that announcement. I think it was late last year in December. I was like, I'm out. I can't do this anymore. I will still be doing some graphic design because I've got some things I've got to finish. But for the most part, professionally, I'm done. And it hurts, right? Out of all the things I did in my life, I can actually honestly, truthfully say that I am an award-winning, internationally award-winning graphic designer. That was affirmed early this last year. And that was a fucking trip out of all the things. But then there was something that went along with that, right? Hand in hand. And it makes me realize that many of us may not be reaching our full potentials because we don't really believe in what we do ourselves, anything about ourselves. Okay. I know I don't, you see, there's a multitude of things I do. And most people that know me know this, but I bet they don't know what exactly I do. Mainly. I am first and foremost, an illustrator. I always have been, if you go to my website, that's what's there. But I also like to blog. I like to do these podcasts. I like to talk. I like to visit. I like to chronicle things. You name it. And I've got a lot of different projects in the works. They just take a long time because it's just me. But I was kind of shocked the other day whenever I had a uh, small interaction with somebody I'd known for quite a long time. And they introduced me to some other people as a spoken word poet. Now... I'm not offended by that because I am that I've performed. I've, I've done that sort of thing and I write a lot of poetry and I have a poetry book. I'm re-releasing in a new format very soon, but that is not what I do primarily, but that is what they knew me from. And I was a little shocked that they did not recall that I was a visual artist. Now on Facebook, a lot of times people don't know anything about what I'm going through or other things like that, because I don't post any of that stuff. Unfortunately, I also don't, post enough about what I do professionally. And it made me realize that for a long time, I had not been taking myself seriously. I just hadn't, which is unfortunately one of the reasons why I think last year went so badly for me was although I looked the part, although I had all the equipment, although I had all the bullshit there, my heart wasn't in it. That's like the most depressing thing in the world, isn't it? But it's also the most alarming thing, at least for me. Right? Because there's a lot of times in life, and I found this out from my therapist. When we say, I don't know, like, you know, everybody talking about something, and you kind of end it with, like, yeah, you know, I don't know. That's just, 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 that's just common parlance, right? That's just, you know, you're, you're kind of, your conversation's lingering. You're not really sure where it's going, that sort of thing. That's one thing. But if you're really having a meaningful talk, if you're having a real talk moment, and, you kind of linger on with, I don't know, like, I, you know, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. Deep down, you do know. At least that's what I'm finding with myself. Alarmingly so. But it's a bunch of truths that I wasn't really ready to hear. Some of them were, holy shit, I am scared shitless to do Twitch. I'm terrified to get out there. Nobody gives a fuck what I have to say. Right? Kind of weird, nonsensical things. Or, I'm not charismatic enough. Or... I, my voice sounds like I'm constantly eating Brillo pads or just whatever, right? Or, you know, 
oh, don't you remember when you tried being a stand-up comedian and you weren't funny? You're not funny now. Any of these things. Or that my stories don't have any place out there. Or that nobody really wants to read my books. And it's crazy. It's crazy that I could inundate myself with that. And I wonder why that happens. Like, what is the reason behind it? And I only recently found out that there are aspects of ourselves, like sort of our inner child, our inner adult, the, the, the version of ourselves that takes over from the fact that maybe a parent wasn't there for you or whatever, right? All of these different versions. And <laughs> one of them is definitely a protector. It's somebody that pulls you out of the fire. Even if it's not a fire, you could be just like, hey, look at this really cool thing. Oh, God, you know, and you're pulled out of it. And it's something that jumps in there for all of us. And I know from conversations I've had with, with tons of different people over my life that it's something I never really realized was there. And as I got older, I'm like, oh, my God, that thing lives in my head. And it's enough to stop me. It's enough to make me believe that everything has to be fucking perfect before it can go anywhere and do anything. Like, who the fuck am I auditioning for? Nobody. All I'm trying to do is be creative and be myself. And yet, I'm struggling. And I have to ask the really important question to myself. Why? Why is that happening? What more can I do to prove it to myself? Now, here's the crazy thing, right? I'm putting all of these barriers, protecting myself from that. But what I could not protect myself from was my pipes falling apart, the, the sewage popping up, me mopping multiple times and going, wow, I've seen this shit before. There was also the fact that even though I tried to be very careful and I, you know, I'm vaccinated and everything else like that, the vaccination doesn't prevent you from getting COVID. It does lessen it. But it's been a while since I had a booster. So I was like, yep, nope, it's time. <laughs> Here comes super COVID. And with anything else that's happened, right? A refrigerator going out. Um, all of this other stuff. There's a lot of things I cannot control. And if I sat there and worried about every single aspect, I'd never get anything done. It'd be insane. It'd be next to impossible to exist and breathe. I couldn't do it. It, it, it would be absolutely insane. There'd be nothing for it. And so the, the really crazy part for me is this, and, and I'll end it on this. I'm not going to give up. I want to succeed. I want to get back to doing shows and I know that I have it in me, but the crazy part is I had to make peace with the failures, the, the resonance of all the, the mistakes I've made in the past, things that maybe I'll never get a chance to do. And I had to realize that it's more important to get something out than for it to be quote unquote perfect. My art will never be perfect. No podcast I've done has ever been perfect. No video I've made. None of it will ever be perfect. But they can be honest. And they can be enough. And that is what I'm realizing I've been missing out on in a lot of my efforts. I tried so hard to design an amazing booth and display and all this stuff for my shows. I tried so hard to make sure I had the right, you know, the right tools, the right microphones, the right whatever I needed. And for the most part, in some of those things I succeeded, but if you don't utilize the tool, it doesn't matter. 
I bought a Stream Deck. And for those of you that don't know what a Stream Deck is, a Stream Deck is a, a bunch of buttons that can provide shortcuts for you, like an extra keyboard for when you go live or you're doing video editing or anything like that. And they're wonderful. I have had one for four years. My intent was to start going live on Twitch four years ago. I never did. I've only sparingly gone live on Instagram. But there's too many things that have lined up saying, you know what? Um, You're walking away from this form of income and you kind of want to do these things. So what's it going to be, man? So I hope that's some food for thought. I hope you guys enjoyed the storytelling and everything. Otherwise, everything else is going fine now. I'm just going to keep building my gum road and going on and doing more things for now. You can still find me on TikTok and you can find me on Twitter. Although I think I'm shadow banned. Nobody really interacts with me on there. And you can find me of course on YouTube. It's always the artisan rogue or just artisan rogue. You can search in with, if you Google me, you'll be amazing. It's amazing where I Google, where I end up on Google. You got fucking nothing about that sentence made any goddamn sense. My point is, I'm out there and I'm still trying. And I appreciate every single one of you that have listened and that follow me and that leave comments and shit like that. Thank you so much. It is amazing for my mental health. It is amazing. I am grateful beyond belief. And for a lot of you, I, I'm i just beside myself that you guys even want to hear or share or you know come up and talk to me about my, my blog posts and stuff. That went a long way toward healing a lot of shit. I'm, I'm, I'm not even joking on that. <laughs> oh, my God. It's been an emotional ride, but it's okay. It's definitely going to be okay, and things will get better. They always do, and sometimes when you least expect it, things will work out in ways we never thought they could, and I have to hang on to that. I have to believe that. Thanks for listening, guys. I will catch you in the next episode. Mm-hmm.